What's going on everybody? This is UTXJG the Don along with Leader of the Flock and we are here with the Enlightened Sounds podcast episode 5. Again, our apologies. I had to uh, go and be a tourist for a week and then I had to bring my mom into town and and deal with her and everybody else for some stuff. So uh, I apologize that we cannot get out the weekly podcast but we are back we are back after at the very very long two weeks what felt like forever but uh flock you good man i heard you you got the little little sniffles there man wasn't the weather treating you bad uh, chicago weather aka most bipolar weather you'll find <laughs> 90 90 on thursday 60 on saturday and yeah yeah the u.s is getting like random heat waves and then all of a sudden we get the get the actual fall weather so it's not good for anybody so no, we're hoping that everybody who's sick, including Flock here, you know, gets a, a speedy recovery. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm usually the sick one, but I got through it at least. <laughs> so let's uh, let's yeah. hope that you know popping it doesn't them. come back. <laughs> yeah, I'm just popping them airborne tablets, man. That's all. Right, right, right. So uh, let's uh, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Um, now we're gonna go ahead and skip some things, obviously, because uh, last week it could have been some more albums, some more topics that we could have talked about. But we're going to at least stay current with what happened uh this week and uh and then we'll go on from there so notable new releases this week actually it was a lot that came out a lot more than i thought uh they came out on the 21st of september this past friday so we're gonna start off with brock hampton uh is one of the uh one of the cult boy bands that a lot of people like it's uh it's pretty crazy like how fast that they blew up uh but they came out with a new project called iridescent uh definitely gotta take a listen to that a little bit later um machine gun kelly came out with his project called binge and uh and that one's going to be interesting as well i'm trying to see like what else he has on there i'm not a machine gun kelly fan but i'll definitely give it a listen just to see if he's progressed anymore uh lupe fiasco now this is my favorite one this is my favorite one so far because i didn't know this was coming out uh but droga's wave finally has released and uh that was that was definitely gonna be interesting i've listened to maybe like four or five tracks so far from this one and he's on some other stuff i gotta i really gotta analyze this one to see like what Hold he's on. talking now, about when you say he's on some other stuff are we talking like some you know um tesla and youth other stuff or are we talking like um lasers other stuff no not lasers other stuff no definitely not lasers. okay no 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 not Ooh. lasers no <laughs> it's cute that denzel gift i'm holding my chest like no nah, it's, it's more on the tits and youth path but uh i'm trying to dissect the subject matter on these songs because i don't know if you peeped the dms that teenage was talking about the other day but uh he was talking about seahorses and, and crabs and uh, and other sea creatures yeah, and yeah <laughs> yeah like I, I have to figure out like what that means i don't know if that's a metaphor for slavery or what so i really have to sit there and take the time and listen to these tracks to try to get what he's saying because lupe yeah, obviously with him, like, you always have to yeah yeah that's that's 100 fact so um but so far it sounds uh it sounds sonically good i'm liking the beat selection so again like it's just with the subject matter i gotta i gotta really sit there and listen to it so well nobody think we hate we i love lupe oh no lupe's there. no lupe's yeah, one of love, my favorites lupe. yeah lupe is one of my favorites absolutely but you gotta you gotta really think you gotta put on your thinking caps it's not it's definitely ain't no mumble rap for sure so so uh we'll we'll take a listen to that one and we definitely review that one next week and finally young dolph is dolph came out with role model i wasn't expecting this one to come out either but for all the trap listeners out there 
uh, I think that this one will be will be uh, more up your alley. I like I like Dolph though. I like Dolph, so I gotta listen to that one as well because uh, Dolph is one of my one of my favorite new age new age trap rappers out of Memphis. So there you go. Those are the notable new releases this week. So uh, moving on to the music news, uh, one of the biggest topics in hip hop this week was Lil Wayne. Now, a lot of people were thinking that the Carter Five was going to come out finally. As you all know, Lil Wayne has been battling with Birdman for the longest about this damn album. And a lot of notable uh, rappers, celebrities, athletes have been actually tweeting the uh, the album art out. And the thing that's been getting a lot of people is when they've been tweeting it out mostly on instagram they've been putting numbers by it so say like floyd mayweather he put a gold emoji then you put number 21 on it so automatically when you put that you're like oh it's just coming out on the 21st of this month so a lot of people were thinking that it was going to drop i think he was the most notable one but also michael vick posted it kobe bryant posted it and they put number seven number eight and then uh wayne's daughter as well put it up but she only put quarter five so again a lot of people were paying attention she to be, she's supposed to be on the album right uh i don't know i don't know i think i seen the track list i think i oh yeah if it's legit if that was the legit track list i think i seen her name i know like ray Janae or something yeah like ray Janae carter yeah yeah, yeah so I I yeah we didn't i mean I, I still don't even know if that's uh if that's accurate the track list because I, I saw that that came out too so it was just a lot of confusion on this one but i think a lot of people were just running with the floyd mayweather one when he put 21 so september 21st came and no quarter five so everybody was pissed what happened what happened to it but the thing is lil wayne never actually said anything he never said when it was coming out i still think that he doesn't even know when it's coming out so it's still gonna be a mystery i don't know if we'll ever get the quarter five yeah. it's, it's probably gonna be like detox. Source, you, you can't take it yeah too hard. absolutely absolutely but on a positive note Carter Five didn't come out, but legally, Lil Wayne now has full control of Young Money. It is no longer together with Cash Money. Now I don't know what that's going to mean now because a lot of the people that Wayne brought in, they were on Cash Money, and I mean the two biggest people you got Nicki Minaj and Drake. They're not on Young Money. They're still technically on Cash Money. So I don't know if it's going to be more of a legal battle to get them to come over to Young Money. I don't think it's going to happen. I think this, like, if he even tried that, if Wayne even tried that, I think it'll be yeah, an even bigger mess. Happen. Yeah, like, Birdman, he, he ain't dumb. He ain't dumb. He's going to keep them forever. Like, I'm even surprised that Young Money was able to get cut loose from that. So, we'll see if Lil Wayne, like, tries to ring on some other artists or not. But, to be honest, I mean, besides Nicki and Drake and kind of tiger because i mean even though a lot of people don't like tiger tiger's been putting out a lot of hits like it's been mostly club hits but for some reason like he's been he's been kind of churning out some hits lately um uh, but besides like those three nobody else has really blown up from young money cash money so i don't know what's going to happen i don't know if wayne is actually going to try to go out and spot some new talent i don't know if he has some other people all ready to go but eh, I, I guess it's kind of a wait and see type of moment but I would think that right now, Lil Wayne is still trying to get Carter 5. Well, at least I'm hoping so, because I don't want Carter 5. And, you know, because he said it was done like a while ago. 
so like if it's actually supposed to come out like i just actually want that to drop before he starts thinking about dropping other people or you know bringing them out or whatever so uh again we will see on that but don't believe any rumors people i know that people are still excited about the carter five but until you hear Lil wayne officially say that it's coming out uh it's not coming out bro. stop stop the hype stop the hype <laughs> so next news and uh this one is interesting as well Kanye West has once again been in the uh, in the tabloids and everything for a while. First, because he said that he was moving back to Chicago. What does that do for you, Flock? Him saying that he's moving back to Chicago. It's it's all publicity, man. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's like at, at any point, can you really take anything that Kanye West says, you know, that serious? Yeah, nah. he, he never he never talks. He never tweets out anything never really gets on on camera too much until he has a project coming out yeah that's the only time you see him tweeting anything it's the only time you really see him out there you know making appearances he, he does he, what's these what, instagram videos or mm-hmm. periscope whatever he does he he does that shit he always does it when he has a project coming out and that's a and perfect that's segue perfect. because yep that's exactly what it is 110 percent what this is so with him saying that he's going back to chicago guess what he's dropping another album this year it's supposed to be coming out september 29th and it will be called yandi and it like the album cover looks very similar to yeezus i don't know if he's going to go back to that vibe because i think that yeezus is probably one of the more controversial albums that he's come out with you ask one person they say that this is one of his best projects controversial or whack <laughs> um that it, again it depends on who you're asking <laughs> it depends on who you're asking another person will say that yeezus was like the weakest thing that he ever dropped i personally didn't like yeezus i thought the yeezus was bad it was only a couple songs on there that i liked but mm-hmm. i've heard other people say that this was one of the best projects he's ever dropped i don't agree with that at all at all but this is what you know it's other people's opinions i'm not going to argue with you about that so uh, I mean, he started going left after that uh what that twisted dark beautiful fantasy stuff he started going left around that time i mean so, yeah compared to yeah what his typical sound was i would agree that was that was when he started turning but um yeah because right after that then it was uh 808s and what well, the 808s heartbreak. heartbreak yeah 808s heartbreaks and then uh and then Yeezus. so yeah i i would agree with that that's when that's when he started kind of being on some other stuff but anyways this uh this cover looks a lot like the Yeezus cover and he said that he's also going to be on saturday night live on the 29th and the 29th is a saturday people so he's not only going to drop it on a day that albums typically don't release but he's going to be on saturday night live as well and it was similar to how he was when he dropped the uh, life of pablo he also went on saturday night live so we're going to see i have no idea what this is going to sound like i have absolutely no idea because yay was uh yay was bad i'm like i'm just gonna say here yeah it was pretty bad it was only a couple songs on there that i like but it felt rushed it felt very very rushed i didn't like the whole kanye every week rollout type of thing because in my opinion he also messed up Nas's album i didn't like that as much like and Nas one of the greatest rappers of all time yeah. but I, but it was pretty weak it was pretty weak i felt like out of all of the rollouts that he had Pusha t was probably the most complete I will say that Pusha T was probably the most complete, but everybody oh, else, like, cool. it was, eh, I, I, I wasn't feeling it. So, it's a lot of mysteries behind this one. I don't know what this is going to sound like, but it's coming out this Saturday. And he's also working on Chance the Rapper album as well called Good Ass Job. That one doesn't have a date yet, 
Uh, but I hope that he doesn't try to drop that next week. I'm not trying to see another rollout uh, from him or every week thing. I thought that it was cool at first, but once you start listening to the albums, you're like, you know, this like you could have took some more time with this one. Nobody's asking you to rush this stuff out. I know that like other artists can do that. They can just drop albums or, or mixtapes, whatever you want to call it, every week or every month. And it's fine because it's them and you don't really expect that much. But from Kanye, I, that sounds like some Master P no limits though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were doing it, but that was that was another time as well. That was that was a whole nother another time period. But uh, for me, for me and Kanye, I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. Like I said, I thought it was cool at first, but I'm not really feeling it. So we will see what happens with uh with Yandy and we might have to throw that one on the uh on the lineup as well for uh in two weeks. Uh, so we'll see what this one is and, and you know it might might be some butthurt people if it's uh if it's as bad as yay because if we were doing this when yay came out yeah i don't i don't think y'all would like what we had to say on that one because i wouldn't feel it in. i wouldn't feel it in at all so what do you what do you think about this one are you are you excited about it or are you just no. like well eh, whatever no no I, I don't get excited about anything kanye does mm. like i said like i said before he it, it's at this point with him i, I just think it's all uh all publicity mm, are this, you, are you anti-chicago flock <laughs> no absolutely yeah, not no. i love kanye west but you know i'm i'm just one of them dudes that's, that appreciate you know what he did to to get to get there it's like i i knew the drive that he had when he first came out like i knew about kanye before a lot of other people knew about kanye because i was here in the sea so he had a buzz here and then you know no id co-signed him and you know he was doing other little stuff he was doing stuff for, you know artists here in chicago like do or die you know what I'm saying stuff like that so he was already moving around it's just when he got on rockefeller you you heard the drive that he had i mean college dropout one of my favorites man without a without question right and uh you know you, you just sensed it it's just right around right around the uh, out my name it just you just seen the you just seen the pattern and he became more of you know shock value than the actual product and he has he has a what's what I'm looking for. He has a shimmers of greatness every every now and again, where he'll you know he'll he'll do something. He'd be like, oh shit, this, this the Kanye, this the Kanye I you know I love to listen to right here, even with the production. So it's just like he just started going left a little bit, and then you know it's, it's the Kardashian curse, dog. I knew it. I, mean, I was actually going to ask you. So I was like, is there is it it's the Kardashian, Kardashian curse? <laughs> Man, it's Kardashian curse. I mean, shame, everything shame. was good until he. Till he, you know, till he did that. Yeah. Well, now, I ain't gonna say everything was good, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta think. Watch the throne, bro. Love that album. Yeah. Will we ever see a number two? I don't know. I mean, they've been hinting towards it. They have. They have. They've been hinting towards, towards it. it. So hopefully, they made their relationship. And uh, I, I was about to say, it. I mean, him and Jay Z. We all know Jay Z could be a snake. He can be shady, dude. But. Kanye pops off as well, right? Those two, two, two personalities like that. Nobody wants to bend. So yeah, those are, you know those are two like alpha males in that situation, yep. and none of them wants to wants to see to anybody else. So it'd be like that. It'd be like that. But I would like to see him watch the throne too. I would definitely love to see that. So we will see. We're gonna see about this album, and we will go from there. We'll see if it's another worst case scenario. Or... It'll be him and somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe because we don't even like we. I don't even think he put out a track list, so I don't know if it's gonna be like another seven, eight album thing. I would assume it probably will be since it's coming out so quick. But then again, 
I don't even remember. I think Ye came out, what's August, I think? It was either August or, or July, I forgot. So I would say at least a, a couple months. So I, I, again, I don't, I don't know about this one. We'll, we'll have to see on this. So, a uh, last piece of news that we have: the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, Super Bowl this year is going to be, well, next year is going to be in Atlanta, uh, one of the black meccas of the nation. And <laughs> people are upset because the Super Bowl halftime show will not feature any Atlanta-based artists. And uh, I mean, as you all know, there's a ton of music that comes out of Atlanta. Like it's it's ridiculous like how much music came out of there. But are we really surprised at this? I mean, you have Maroon Five there says to perform at the halftime show, and then they also said that possibly Cardi B and Travis Scott are going to come there as well. Uh, Cardi B has a song with Maroon Five right now, so that makes sense. And to just throw Travis Scott on there, I guess it'll just be ice on the cake, but. People are mad. Waka Faka Flame has uh, expressed his uh, his disinterest. Ti has expressed his disinterest. I mean, obviously, I would like to have an Atlanta-based artist just come and be a feature. I know that none of them are going to be the handliner. That's just how it is with the NFL. I don't think that any of the people who actually run the NFL in the halftime show are going to let y'all come through like that because it'll be it'll be too much niggatry. Let's just, let's keep it a buck. It's going to be too <laughs> much niggatry there. They ain't trying to have that, so you got to have somebody safe. Maroon Five is a safe bet, so that makes sense to me. I'm not I'm not in one bit surprised about that, but I would like to see some features. I would like to see somebody come out. Like, I mean, I guess like the best case scenario, bring Outcast out. Like, do do some sort of like, um, do some sort of like compilation of uh of Atlanta-based music. I think that that'll be cool. I feel like you also gotta kind of do that for the culture. I mean, it's freaking Atlanta. Like, come on now. Like, you're gonna be in a Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I feel like that'll be one of the dopest things that you could do for that city. Uh, but I don't know if it's going to happen, man. I understand why artists are mad. But at the same time, like I was saying before, like, are you really surprised? Because I'm not in the least bit. Flock, how you feel about this one? Uh, it's kind of kind of rough, man. But it's like at first they only anew- announced uh, Maroon 5. Right. Then it was like a day or two later. And they're like, yeah, we got Cardi B and Travis Scott. It was just kind of they, they were <laughs> saying like, like, hit it, man. Damn. You know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. we, we give y'all something, man. Here, take that. Like, somebody constantly asking you for your food or something. Here, take two of these fries. Get up on my face. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like, that's kind of like what they did. Um, I think they, they could have found someone um, who I don't know because, I mean, T.I. ain't really, you know, making music like that no more. And didn't Outkast decline the Super Bowl back in like 04? I believe so. It's, I, be- I mean, it's, uh, been, yeah, it's been a lot. So, so I mean, Outkast ain't really, you know, as relevant now in today's and like for 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 that stuff you want you want artists that's relevant today so that's what they're that's what they're leaning towards i I won't say that these guys aren't relevant but as far as like from a from a standard of pop culture right like they they, they're looking for those those type of artists i mean it was cool to see what uh you know beyonce and the destiny's child stuff a couple years ago and and whatnot that was kind of cool then you see like lady gaga stuff like that so they they want that that was called i mean maroon five that was like eh, i guess but i mean it, it could have been somebody y'all could have thrown out there from you know from the eight from the atl i'm not gonna sit here and say you know walk a flock or 
or T.I. is that person, but I'm sure they could have found someone. Yeah, now Waka was saying that he would like to see Migos of Future come out. Now Migos, I feel like Migos is at that point where everybody cool knows off, them. Though. I mean, they are cooling off, but they still have hits. They have hits that are relevant this year. I would say because they already they yeah, came they, out. They would have been a top choice though. Yeah, Definitely. like they they could have did stir fry like that. I mean that's a safe song. I mean freaking Apple had it on their uh their Apple Music campaign. So I think that they're safe enough right. that you could that you could put them <laughs> on right, there. You can put it on. You can put on the Apple campaign. You can play it at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, you gotta I, worry about a malfunction, more well mal malfunction wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, like right. With them, with them right. Dudes. Yeah. So I I think that that would be cool. I think the Migos will probably be the one that i could think about just off the top of my head that's relevant this year from from atlanta that's safe enough for you to just come on there and, and you ain't got to worry about nothing with them but again you know that's their decision hopefully again like if maroon 5 is doing it and they come up with their set um uh, with like regardless of whether cardi or travis scott are on here it would be dope if maroon 5 could just find a way to bring somebody on there and just have the okay and like i said do like some sort of compilation remember when missy elliott came out like everybody was like oh my god like and she was doing all her hits and stuff like i i think that mm -hmm. doing stuff like that is cool i think that that's super dope for a super bowl halftime show so we're gonna see with this one but again i'm not surprised i'm not surprised at all that um that they would just be like all right maroon five we're just gonna have you do it and then and then it, that just be it and then like Atlanta just sitting there like, well, I, I guess, man, like this ain't say isn't really representing our city. But then again, like, I don't think that they ever cared in every like any city that they're at to uh, to have someone besides besides, I would say it, it's a uh, it's a rarity sometimes because I remember um, they did do a tribute to uh, to Prince. Uh, but that was, I mean, it's it's Prince, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's that's different. I think that's a whole different thing. But sometimes they do do it, depending on what city that they're in. It, I guess it kind of has to depend on the timing of it as well. But, uh, but I remember that one. I think that was cool. But, and I don't, I don't know. I want to see something, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't bring anybody on there. So, and they got time. They got time to change it. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's only September. Yeah, it's only September. There's plenty of time to come up with something. So. The season just started, so they, yeah. they got time to change. Yeah, it's week three, so do it for the culture. Um, whoever runs the Super Bowl halftime show, and, and we'll somebody see. might somebody might pop, get hot, and, and they might throw them in there. So never know. Right, right. So there you go. That's all of the music news that we have for this week. Now let's get into the album reviews. Now last week we had No Name come out with her second debut album. Um, again, I could be wrong about that because, again, the whole line between mixtapes, EPs, and uh, albums are blurred. But I believe that this is her second official studio album, and it's called Room 25. This one has 11 songs total, features Adam Ness, Felix, Raven, Lene, Shmino, Saba, Benjamin, Earl Turner, and Yaw. Y-A-W, Yaw. Yeah. Uh, I would say that my favorite song on here would be Ace, but we're going to get into why I pretty much only have like one real song that I liked on this album. Uh, I would say for No Name, I remember when I first heard her on a Chance feature, uh, I thought that she was like super offbeat. I didn't really understand like what her what her gimmick was on uh when I used to hear her like earlier on. But then when she came out with her first project, I was like, okay, this sounds a lot more organized. It sounds like you've actually found 
your niche you found what you actually like and what you can provide to the people who want to listen to you but i will still say even with that first project that she came out with it was only a couple songs on there that i liked and those were the songs that had features on there even though i like the these uh the type of vibes that i get from like some of her uh some of her production some of her features i still can't say that i'm a no-name fan i would say on this one though again she was a lot more organized i can see that she can rap but am i necessarily a fan of everything that she's saying i don't know i don't i don't know because when i first heard self i was like i was like huh this is this is interesting and she was like she was like you still still think a bitch can't rap huh and i was like well yeah I, you can rap but <laughs> i was like i was like you can rap but am i am i really liking everything that what i'm hearing saying? yeah and i i can't say that i really did like everything that i was hearing and the song ace it had shmino and saba on there now saba absolutely killed it and i will say that no name actually kept up with saba uh with the actual pace of rapping on there but do i actually like no name by herself I still don't think that I'm a fan. I still don't think that I'm necessarily a fan of her um, and, and her style by herself. I just feel like I like her better when she has features on her stuff or when, like, where does she feature on somebody else's stuff. Uh, but back then, I was just like, nah, I don't, I don't like No Name at all. Uh, but I know that No Name definitely has a, uh, a cult following. I know that there are a lot of people that like her, but... For this album, again, it was only one song that I really liked and that I put on my playlist. But the other songs, again, they like they give a special type of vibe, but it's really not the vibe that I'm trying to hear. Uh, but that's just her style. It's, it's just really not for me. Uh, Black exploitation was cool. Uh, Window was cool. Window was all right. It kind of gave me like a more of like an old school vibe. Like she has a lot of horns uh has uh so it has a lot of uh pianos in there so it's i mean again it's a it's an interesting vibe but for me i just really wasn't feeling it or maybe it was just like that type of day but i tried to listen to it again and i just found myself just skipping through i was just like kind of kind of just out of it trying to listen to it besides ace ace was like the only song that i was like that i really came there to hear for uh to hear when i was trying to listen to it so uh that's that's kind of my uh synopsis on it like what you thinking about no name oh man one thing i will say when i first heard like i had no idea who she was um yeah she knows, I looked, she knows I like, chicago native man yeah, yeah i know i know mm-hmm. i know now oh, okay yeah right. i'll just, just listen like okay okay she's from chicago that's cool uh listening to the song listening to self i mean that was my like it's like first initial impression i'm like this sounds more like some spoken word shit i'm like that's the vibe i got like this like spoken word and as i went on and listened to like the maybe the first three three songs i'm like this sounds more like she sounds like she's more garnered towards like death poetry jam or something like that because i i sensed a lot of offbeat stuff and then once the features came in and different songs came about as as i listened to it more the more i started to like it i will say uh my favorite songs on there was a window ace and a part of me those are the the songs i like the most on there uh the features weren't bad at all on that either uh she started like getting into a you know getting into a groove but then it were 
definitely parts where I was just like, okay, we back on this again. Like it was, it was just, it was, it was surprisingly different. It's like a part of me saying I liked it because it was different, but it was stuff I didn't like because it was different. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like I was just like, okay, so I guess that makes me indifferent about the whole thing. <laughs> More man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess it makes me indifferent. So, um. I, I can't sit here and say I loved it, but I did go into it with zero expectation. And I think I got it. It didn't seem like a chore to listen to the more, more I listened to it. I'll just say at first I was just like, okay, man, what, what, what you got me listening to? Here, man? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then I, I listened to it more. And then I, I actually started getting into it and starting to like some of the stuff. I, I, I liked the vibe. I liked the whole, you know, the whole vibe and stuff. It was kind of cool, but it was just like, she just gotta change it up a little bit like the flow it just sounds more like spoken word to me it's like when i'm hearing it, i'm waiting on her i'm waiting on her to go into one of these monologues like i'm sitting here my baby's cooked eggs and grits and i'm waiting on her to do some stuff like that like some love jones shit this dude so, ain't free right <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for some of that to come out because that was the vibe i got from that but you know she she kept it she kept it cool though man i, I got no problem with it you know what yeah that's a that's a good explanation it is more like spoken word and i remember when i first heard her that was definitely what it was like she wasn't on a beat at all and i feel like if you're doing spoken word like you kind of got to switch the production up a little bit like if you're actually trying to do a complete song yeah if you're trying to do a complete song though like you kind of got to be on beat because that's why i didn't like her in the first place but i gave her another chance because when she was on features i was like okay like it was when when she was on some other features besides the first song that i heard and i forgot what the name was but when she got on other features i was like okay like it sounds a little bit better but like the first song that i heard like she wasn't on the beat at all and i was just like this is this is weird like i i get what you're trying to do but you kind of gotta be more organized honey like if you if yeah, you want to be on, you gotta relax <laughs> yeah if you if you're trying to be on like an actual song song so uh yeah maybe that's just what the type of vibe is maybe she just maybe she started off as being spoken word because again i don't know her full history like i know what she is but i never i never took the time to like do research on her or whatever and i don't even know if she has like any interviews on like breakfast club or not because i gotta i gotta yeah. check i'm not i'm it's not kind of like sure you, you heard of saul williams right yeah it's like picture him trying to be a rapper and we know he could probably put words together better than a lot of people mm -hmm. but when it comes to making a song you know what I mean? it's like you save him for something like like at the end of uh what's the, the kanye joint he did uh never let you down right yeah and he was at the end of that you know what i'm saying he's like i get my hymns from him you know what i'm saying i will never ever let you know what i mean that my soul heart and my mouth it was just like he wasn't rapping he was just talking that shit mm. and you knew that's what it was it, it, it was just that right that's what you I'm came talking, there I'm for that's that what you yeah that's what you actually wanted to hear that's what you expected to hear from him so it's like i'm not sure if spoken word is what we came to hear from no name or are we trying to hear like an actual organized song i don't know maybe she's still just stuck in that space where she doesn't know what she actually wants to be like you were saying like she needs to just kind of kind of try to like uh etch everything out and try to figure out what she wants to be and this is also an argument that i had for uh for wale and we'll get into that too because he yeah. definitely does a lot of spoken word and and that was that was kind of his issue i feel like he didn't know exactly what type of music he wanted to do either but maybe that's uh maybe that's also no names issue is she kind of just 
doesn't know where she wants to go with her music but it definitely is different like i haven't heard anything like this recently in a long time so like it's it's definitely different uh, i give her that it's it's definitely different but i don't know i i can't even say that i actually like this album compared to her first one but i like the i definitely like the features one of the features on her last album more than i like the songs on here that she has features on i could definitely rock with that one a little bit more but then again like when i look back at it i was like i didn't really listen to anything on no name last album either and this one is kind of more of the same i was excited for it because i want to hear something a little bit different but it kind of just laid me with the same feeling i only just put like one song on my playlist and and that was the song wasn't by herself so did i really like her on it or did i like the features i, I think i'm kind of leaning more towards i like the features from smino and saba on the song ace more than i like any other song which is her by herself so again like it's just not it's just not the type of vibe that i'm looking for i like spoken word but maybe i just need to kind of get out of that mindset and maybe that is what she's trying to do and maybe it's just maybe it's just not for me maybe it's a spoken word and it's just it's just not not what i'm going for there so uh i'll start off with you what would you give no name room 25 out of five um i'll give it a two and a half two and a half okay that is decent middle of the road um i think i will give her i'll, I'll give it a two just because i was expecting a little bit more from her last project and i don't necessarily feel like this album progressed from her last one i just feel like it was more of the same just with some different features on there and again maybe it's just not for me maybe i'm sure other people like it but I just feel like the vibe isn't the vibe that I'm actually looking for from her. I just kind of want to see her go in a, uh, a slightly different direction and just clean everything up. If she's actually trying to make like like actual like radio music or, or some underground music and not be on like the full spoken word. But this is just in music form type of things. Maybe she just needs to change the production up a little bit. But again, like I ain't, I'm not messing with nobody's vibe. Like if that's what she wants to do. Uh, don't don't let me say nothing else. I'll just not really listen to it. I'll just not listen to it. But again, it was cool. But I can't see myself listening to it again. Like it's not anything that I'm gonna bump every day. So, for that, she gets a two from me. Moving on, we have Black or how everybody wants to call him Six Lack. Uh, we got a Black <laughs> and GI. So I like calling you Six Lack just to avoid the confusion. But here is his second debut album as well, East Atlanta Love Letter. Now, this one has 14 songs total. Features come from Future, J. Cole, Offset, and Khalid, or Khaled. I believe it's pronounced Khalid. Khaled. Yeah, Khaled. or Khaled, whatever. Okay, Khaled. Um, and favorite songs, my favorite songs are here. Uh, East Atlanta Love Letter, Let Her Go, and Balenciaga Challenge. Uh, so starting off with Black, East Atlanta Love Letter, I feel like this was definitely a step up from his first album. Now, his first album was, to most people, regarded as a classic, but to me, I didn't really like it. Uh, I didn't really like the vibe on there for a new artist just coming in again it just wasn't my style i'm not saying it was a bad album because i it wasn't at all it was definitely regarded as a very good album it just wasn't up my alley 
uh, for most of the songs that were on here. I would say like the last time I probably just like Problems and that was one of uh, a single. Then X Calling, everybody know about that one. But everything else, I was just kind of like meh. Like I just kind of skipped through it and I never listened to it again. But when this one came out, I could see myself listening to more songs on here. I feel like he's definitely, uh, he definitely progressed a lot. Uh, you actually have like some uh, some AAA features on here. I like the uh, beat selections. I didn't feel like everything was just totally slow because if something is just totally slow, and this is just my opinion again, my opinion on it. If something is like if everything gets slow on here, I'm not going to listen to it because I don't like those super slow down production like the entire album i'm kind of trying to hear something a little bit more upbeat and i feel like with this one he definitely had more upbeat production that i could get into and then of course with the feature that you had on here from future and j cole and offset and Khaled, it was more of my alley i was like okay i think i'm going to like that song because i feel like with that particular artist you're going to do it like this and then when i heard it i was like okay like that makes sense i feel like it meshed like with east atlanta love letter you put future on there i know a lot of people say the future which i i still think technically he he can't really sing but for the vibe on there for the vibe on east atlanta love letter i felt like he did great with black on there uh pretty little fears that was cool i like that with j cole on there that was a really good song and balenciaga challenge with offset on there i thought that that one was going to be kind of weird but i ended up liking that song too and i'm liking that song a lot and then uh with calendar seasons was all right um season was all right i'm really not a cal uh Khaled fan but i liked both of them on that i feel like with this one he beat some good features so like he picked some really good features and he actually on this one he displayed a lot more his uh his rapping prowess uh, i felt like he definitely displayed that a little bit more and that's what i was kind of looking for as well when i came into this album i was expecting to hear a little bit more bars and that's what he delivered he delivered that to me so i actually i actually was very impressed from what i've heard on this uh on this second debut album so uh fly that did you hear um black's first album or no I think I heard <clears throat> what was that song? I don't know what album it was from, but that was I know it was the first time I heard him and I was like, okay. <clears throat> I think it was that um I don't even know if it was off an album. It might have been off of like a mixtape or something that Free Black. No, that was his uh, first debut album. Oh, so that was yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. It was a song called In Between. They had like a female singing on that with him. Okay, yeah, that yeah. shit was that yeah. shit was dope. I love that song. I was like, okay, this is nice. Cause when I first seen dude, I thought he was a rapper. I was like, okay, what are you about to be talking about? And then I'm listening to, I'm like, okay, I'm hearing some auto tune here. Mm -hmm. So I'm already, I already got the uh, the pitchfork out. So I was <laughs> like, I don't want to hear this though, do I? But then when I listened to it, I was like, you know what? I can definitely, I can definitely rock with buddy. He, he he's, he's he's all right. But so yeah, that was like the first time I even heard him. Okay, I listened to that song. It was just like it was like recommended somewhere on uh Spotify or something, and I listened to it because I do that a lot. Because I always try to I, believe it or not, contrary to popular belief, I do actually check for new artists. It's just most of them when I listen to them, I don't like them. What y'all heard it here first? Like listen to stuff. He listens to stuff, y'all. Yeah. It just it's just when I don't like it, I just don't say anything about it. But <laughs> okay. when people try to like, you now people try to shove their uh their opinion and their preference on you oh yeah all the time i'll be like 
Yeah, you know that's that's what's what I call the tick syndrome. Oh. Tick, tick is notorious for that. <laughs> yes, he is. So yeah, he's notorious for that. Like what you believe don't mean I'm gonna believe it, bro. Really. Like that's just it don't work that way. So I just don't say anything until people try to tell me, oh, you listen to this, that's trash. This I'm like, okay, now it's time for me to get you. But no, nah, I, I I thought um I thought the buddy was cool. I thought this album uh this album was decent. I won't say it was very good. I won't say it was bad or trash. I don't do that. You know, I'm not gonna go out my way to trash nothing. Um, uh, if I had to pick songs that I like the most on there, I would pick. Let's see, "Loaded Gun" was one I had written down because as I was listening to it while I was at work, mm. and I was listening to it. I was like, every one I really like, I just put it in my in my notepad mm. on my phone. So I was like, I right. um, "Seasons" with uh, Khaled. Khaled is a, is a nice artist too. So if y'all ain't checked him out, check him out. He got some nice songs out. Uh, and Stan, believe it or not, the last song, Stan was Stan was interesting. You know what I mean, and then when I listened to it, the like the actual subject matter, I was like, okay, this is pretty clever. This was nice. So those are the songs I like the most on there. I thought I thought, buddy, he's, he's got potential. He definitely got potential. Okay, okay, got real, real potential. I'm 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 not gonna sit here like yo yo. But if I see something that he comes out with, I will check and listen listen to it though. That's that's how in like kind of engaged I was. So it's, he's he's got something, you know what I'm saying? He's on to something. And I just want to, you know, be around when he puts all the pieces together and say, okay, I'm I'm glad I kept listening to him. Okay, okay, yeah, I feel like he's definitely in that interesting, uh, interesting area between singer and rapper. He's definitely more of a singer, but he definitely, I feel like if he wanted to, he could really probably get his, could. Uh, his, yeah, he can get his rapping prowess up and probably like kill a lot of people who are out right now. I feel like he definitely has that potential too, and I definitely caught a lot of that on the song "Scripture" that he did. Um, he definitely called people out too, like yeah, like y'all, y'all mad because you know singer out here out rapping some of y'all. I was like okay, I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, I was like you look cocky, you think you think you know, huh? But I like that though. I like I like that he actually like knows that and and he's uh he's confident about it. So uh, I think that's what I liked um the most about this album compared to Free Black. So. For me, um, if I had to give it a score out of five, I would give it, I'm going to give it a solid three. I'm going to give it a solid three. Uh, again, like, Lack is in an interesting state where it's like, I don't know if I, like, truly fuck with him or not. But I liked a lot more songs on this one compared to Free Black. And I think that he could do a lot more. I know that he's one of those type of dudes that like doesn't really do interviews or anything like that. He kind of just say it to himself. He'll go ghost for like a year and then he'll come back. He'll be like, all right, I'm dropping some new stuff. That's exactly what he did with this one. Like nobody knew about it. And then he was like, all right, I'm dropping a new album. <laughs> so, you know, it's, sometimes people do that. It's it's okay, but it kind of like you kind of like one of those mysterious type of dudes and and nobody notice, really notice, knows notice about the, you. the contrast and uh and what we were just who we were just talking about how they always all over the place when they getting ready to drop something as opposed to somebody who just yeah, drops the it. music yeah we were just talking about that with kanye right how that's the only time you really only time you see him or hear from him is when he got a project coming out yeah this dude don't say anything until he drops a project to after facts facts so so yeah i'll give it a three i'll give it a solid three it was definitely uh definitely pretty good um, not exactly, not 100% up my alley, uh, with the slow stuff, I'm just like, whatever, like, I'll skip that, but he had a lot more upbeat stuff, and he showed it a rapping prowess, so I give him a three. Uh, what about you, Flock? I wanted to get us a three, because, like I said, I like Buddy, man, don't get me wrong, but I gotta get us a two, I gotta give it a two and a half. It's still, at the end of the day, to me, it's still, like, middle of the road, 
it's still middle tier it wasn't enough to keep me like yo 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 you know what i mean it wasn't like like when we were talking about the uh amine you know what i mean that that album had me like i couldn't wait to hear the next song so this one here was just kind of like okay 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 oh i like this one okay 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 i kind of like that one okay i like this one you know what I mean? it was kind of like that it wasn't like yo i can't wait to hit his next one after this one. you know i know this this one gonna be fire this is probably gonna be fire I, I just didn't have that when i was listening to it like i said i'm not gotcha. saying i didn't like it but right it just it just wasn't enough to, to for me to say it was anything more than middle middle of the road okay, okay. i ain't gonna lie i could listen to this i could listen to this again which is more than that what i what i would say about a lot of people's favorite album which was uh astro world Mm. I, I, mm. I do i do i do like this better than i like astro world oh okay okay very very interesting opinion there so <laughs> i mean but it, it's yours you're entitled to it right yeah you are entitled to it so there you go unpopular opinion unpopular yeah. opinion i know so i give it a three flock gives east atlanta love letter by black a 2.5 so finally we are going to talk a little bit about wale free lunch now this, now this one was an ep uh only five songs on there and uh yeah it features from j cole also and eric bellinger i would say that my favorite song on here would be my boy which featured j cole it's more of a freestyle uh but it actually has freestyle on there uh but i like the uh i like the vibe that wale and j cole have and they've been I mean, they've been collaborating like since they were both like rookies in the game. Movies, so yeah, yeah. So this, it's not. And that's cool. That's cool to have that relationship too. Yeah, I like, absolutely. I like when people do that. Like they don't like Cole. You would consider Cole a way bigger artist than than Wale at this point. But you know, he didn't forget that. Okay, this dude kind of helped get me out there too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Keep you know have my name out there in more in more circles. But you know that that's always great to know. Right now, Wale has had a very interesting, like, come up slash fall slash. I don't know. I don't know what I really want to want to like describe how his career has been. But uh, obviously, Wale is very, very outspoken. Like, he's not afraid to tell anybody how he feels, uh, whether it's about them themselves or the industry. Um, and after he got dropped from his label, he's come out with two EPs. He came out with self promotion and he came out with this one free lunch, uh, self promotion. Uh, that was definitely a lot more militant than this one. I would say that this one was a little bit more mellow, uh, with free lunch, especially like three days, three hours, ungrateful and thankful. Uh, that one was a that one was a decent one, but three days and three hours were definitely more uh more spoken word, more slow down. My boy was just more of it was kind of like more of like a fun record, and then right here that could that could easily be like a radio type of hit. But I like self promotion a little bit more. Uh, I like the subject matter on there a lot, uh, a lot better, and the actual production on self promotion more than free lunch. Free lunch was okay as far as the production, but again, this all goes back to what I was saying about No Name um, that I was saying about Wale. Like Wale, kind of is he's always been stuck in that weird state that like what type of music, what he wants to do. Or does he want to just do full spoken word stuff? Does he want to? Uh, does he want to be full like backpack rapper? Does he want to be a trap rapper? I don't know. Uh, Wale can definitely give you all three, but I don't say that I necessarily like all three of those type of styles. 
I'm definitely not a fan of spoken word, like I was saying with No Name. I've never really liked that from Wale, but I know that that's how he kind of started. So it's it's understandable that he's still doing the spoken word type of rap. I personally, even though I know that Wale isn't this type of person in real life, but I kind of like the trap rap. I, I like him on those type of beats because I feel like he bodies those a lot more, and that's just kind of more of my personal preference. But uh but i can i can still kind of rock with when he does kind of the spoken word the slow down type of stuff but i uh, only say on here like i kind of just really like two songs um i could listen to it again but it's just kind of something that i would i would just throw away for an ep it just wasn't really anything spectacular from wale compared to his other projects in my opinion um i even like i even liked his actual um last album shine I like that a little bit more than uh than i like this ep but again the ep is more of like some throwaway stuff anyways um so i wouldn't say that it's meant to be taken 100 percent serious but it's still music and you can still review it so uh so it is what it is what do you think about this ep flock i mean it was like I said it's only a five song ep so i i just i just took it for what that was but i mean some e i mean an ep made drake yeah so i mean to me that was his best work to date that that uh what was it thank me later oh no what was, was that what the uh ep first uh no that with? was no that no was no his album. was it so far gone my fault yeah it was so far gone that was to me was drake's best work so i mean you can you can judge his work off an ep and can say it's really good but at the same time you don't you don't you don't put as much energy into to listening to it unless it surprises you so i'll just say for that reason i, I, don't, I only rated it just for that reason um, the favorite song on there, of course, the My Boy featuring J. Cole. That was like the only real song that I really liked that I could listen to more than once and be like, okay, I got to hear this again some, at some point. Um, with, with, with Wale, it's, it's, all, it's interesting because he can, one minute he can hit the switch and take off and you'd be like, okay, this, this, this is what I'm talking about. And then other times you'd be like, okay, what is he doing here? And I know sometimes he does stuff that goes over people's heads mm -hmm. as well. That he may not do you know uh and by him i know he i know he kind of holds himself back sometimes because he probably feels that way like okay i have to dumb shit down sometimes because a lot of people not getting it and i know wale to be like a wrestling fan so he can use a lot of them references and stuff in his rhymes but i know he don't do it because a lot of people won't get it so he could actually do some whole complete new other stuff if he chose to like and, and really like really go a whole different way but like i said before it's just it, it probably just goes over people's head he's probably at this point where he's like look i don't know which way to go because if i if i sound too too lyrical nobody's gonna want to mess with it if i dumb it down too much people say i fell off and i'm trying to keep up with current time so it's like you can't lose for winning with this dude so or winning for losing rather with this guy um so with him i, I don't know man he he has this you know, he come out, he'll say that slick shit, oh, it's for Lauren, you know, I'm, you know he'll, he'll do his thing. And then it's just, it's hit or miss with him. I just yeah. don't know what he can do. I don't know what he can do to like finally get over that hump. I mean, Rick, Rick Ross did everything he could to, to put him out there. Like what, you know, what you would hope a, lo a lot of people that are artists that have artists would do. So he, he really set him and Meek up to, to succeed. It just, people just wasn't really, people would gravitate more towards Meek than they were him. Yeah. And, um, so and that's just telling you what era like if he would have come out 10 years before he did he would be way bigger mm. and i just think he's just a victim of um he's just a victim of, of the era he came out in 
I, I, that's the best explanation I can say. He he just came out in a weird at a weird time, yeah. where where that style that style that he has, which I can appreciate, a lot of people won't appreciate. I've always liked him. I just never was like, yo, this Wale, I gotta get this. I gotta check this out. It, it was never that. It was always like when I hear him, I'll be like, okay, that's cool. I remember hearing him on um uh, Rhapsody's um Rhapsody's uh one of Rhapsody's mixtapes or something. Um it was called uh Dark Knight. Um one of the songs he was on called The Dark Knight. And he actually did his thing on there. He he rhymed and it was about he was saying shit from the actual movie and all that stuff. It was like it was genius like him and her both together on that song was incredible but it just didn't translate to nothing man it's like you can hear it it's there but it just i don't know so yeah it's just he's still after all these years and it's, it's kind of sad he's still struggling to like really cross over and i know that when uh he was having an issue with uh academics when he was talking about like his album sales uh translating to how he is as an artist even though I didn't agree with it at the time, because I still think nah. that Wale is a great artist, it did end up translating to him getting dropped off the label after he came out with Shine. And again, it was very, very unfortunate. But when you're on the label and stuff, they kind of got to go with album sales. And people wasn't really feeling Wale, and they still really aren't feeling Wale how he feels that other people should. And again, I, I believe that it does go down to like what he wants to do and people just not feeling the other style that he has i think a lot of people and i i may agree with you with that one when you said if he would have came out with 10 years earlier more people would have appreciated him but he's just a victim of timing I, I just don't think that people like those other styles that he has i feel like he just needs to pick one style and stick to it and stop trying to cater to what everybody wants to hear i don't know if that'll necessarily help him or or uh, hurt him but uh, I think he just battles a lot with himself, like uh, like again you mentioned. And with that, I don't think that he's gonna actually like get back to the point where he was like when he first came out uh, with Nike boots. Cause I remember when that song came out, a lot of people was messing with that. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people as well like want to hear more go go stuff from him. Like he never really did like anything full go go. I know that yeah. he said he that actually he was. mentioned that. Yeah, he mentioned that in, in one of the songs yeah. too. Like he's never done it, and I think a lot of people from DC and uh, the DMV area period wanted to hear that. I don't know if he still has any plans of doing it, but um, like again, like I feel like if he wants to do it, he needs to do it because he wants to, not because other people want to hear it. So again, like it's it's just weird. It's super weird with him, but I hope he can bounce back, man. Because again, like I when he got dropped from the label, I was like, yo, like this shouldn't be happening to Wale, but. Again, yeah. like maybe it was something else in the background. Does he I, always seem like a good dude, though? Yeah, he is. He is a good dude. I never had any issue with him, um, as far as like him personally, his personality. But again, I just always like had issues with uh, with what style that he wants to give us on what project. It was just kind of all over the place. So, uh, I would say for for free lunch. I mean, it's an EP, so it's not really too much judging, but for me like not really wanting to listen to it again it was just kind of like a mad project just something to throw out there just to stay relevant i'm i'm just going to give it a two and, and just leave it at that um what would you give it i give it a two and a half, two and a half. nothing else really to say about it i'll just okay. give it a two and a half yeah i mean it's something to listen to um once but I don't know if anybody else like if you end up getting a chance to listen to it i don't know if you're gonna say like oh man like this was a dope like five five thing ep I don't, I don't know if anybody would say that one i think 
you'll probably just end up liking the same song that we like and then just keep it moving. Right. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's whatever on this one. But uh, but again, I hope that Wale can get back on the feet with whatever his future endeavors are. But I do appreciate right. that he is dropping uh, more music. Like I said before, I like the self-promotion EP that he brought out uh, some months back. I was really feeling that one. But free lunch, it, it just kind of fell on deaf ears for me personally. So there you go. Those are our album reviews this week. Now, let's get into the song of the week. Now, for this one, I'm staying on the rap tip, but I'm going to go more into the modern era here. Uh, I chose Flatbush Zombies, and the song I chose was Breakfast at Epiphanies. And this was from their very first mixtape called Drugs. Now, I didn't know anything about Flatbush Zombies. I don't even remember who put me on the Flatbush Zombies. I know somebody did because I don't think that I found it by myself. But whenever I did listen to this mixtape, at first I heard Thug Waffle. That was their very first single. And that video was crazy that they brought out. Uh, I like that beat, but that wasn't necessarily my most favorite song. But when I actually listened to the Drugs mixtape, the very first song that came out was uh, on that actual um, mixtape was Breakfast at Epiphanies. And when I first heard eric r elliott spinning on there i was like yo who is this like dude was just going in and i was like yo i've never heard anything like this before and this was supposed to be the producer like eric arc was the producer on there and i was like yo you spin like this like something is going on like why are you not in like a full-fledged member like what what type of style are y'all doing because it was just crazy what i was hearing at the time and after that i was i became like a full-fledged fan like i was i was just all about flatbush zombies i was trying to find out everything about them i was like yo this is some dope stuff that's coming out of uh that's coming out of flatbush in new york and and from then on man i still think that they're a very good group they still haven't really crossed over in my opinion they're still underground and they came out with two day uh two official studio albums uh since this mixtape they came out with one other mixtape and then uh and then two studio albums they're still going but uh, they still haven't got into that point where they're crossing over but that's okay uh, but if you have not listened to flatbush zombies at all i would definitely recommend listening to their first mixtape drugs first and uh and eric R. elliott i still think he's the best rapper out of that group uh he was definitely like spitting some serious and i was like yo like you the producer spinning like this it was just some some crazy at the time so again listen to that first song breakfast at epiphanies and you'll like if you actually like rap like you'll think that that's something totally different so that's my song of the week what about you fly what you got for me this week oh man um I ain't gonna lie, I was I was torn. It was like three different songs I wanted to I wanted to put in. I couldn't think of exactly which one I wanted to put over the other. So I went with something completely different because I didn't want to feel like I left one of them off that, mm. that shouldn't have got left off. So I'm gonna go with um Band from TV by Nori of Nori's debut album, N O R E. Okay. Um it's featuring Nature, Big Pun, uh Styles and Jadakiss and Cameron classic joint yo all i'm gonna say is nature and and big pun killed it yes band from tv nori with a lot of features on there 1998 1998 okay okay yeah you went back there but yeah shout out to nori man yeah rp the best that ever did it 
Yeah. I wonder what would happen, man. It's I always wonder that. Like, what what would the rap game be like if some of these dudes were still alive, man? I always wonder, and, and I hate this "what if" question because yeah. you never know, man. You you never know if they would have made like a huge impact or if nothing would have changed at all. But but it's always I mean they did wonder. they I mean, did they, make a huge impact. But you mean like would they still yeah, be as yeah relevant? If they were still alive yeah would they still be relevant or or would they be like every other legendary they rapper? would kind of they would kind of they would kind of like fade off and, and get more into the business side of it because everybody knows that I mean especially with the internet age now it's it's easier for acts to get on yeah so they can just kind of sit back and and get their money in other ways true true and just and just do that do that classic feature you know twice a year like like three thousand does. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that might that might be the way. It might have been the way for them. But so there you go. Devil's Flock's choice. Nori N O R E band from TV. So go ahead and give that a listen if you have not heard that song before, or if you haven't listened to Nori before. Uh, again, I know that <laughs> I'm not trying to preach to y'all, but I would I would definitely uh, be more proud of the listeners and their opinions on music, especially rap. If you all would go back and listen to some of these classic hits, I know that we did get some tweets about uh, about some of the music choices that we had. So I could tell y'all are listening. I could tell y'all listening a little bit. It was like, yo, like this this song that y'all recommended was kind of dope. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that was this, cool so. though. I love yeah. that, yo. Send them send them joints my way, man. Let me know what you man. Yeah, I know I get labeled as a hip hop snob, you know, saying out of all of us, but I like what I like, man. And that's that's pretty much all I can say. Facts, facts, facts. I, I, like I said earlier, I don't hate all the new stuff. It just it don't move me like the stuff that I that that did when I was a teenager. Right, and that's okay. That is okay. All right, we're done with the song of the week for both of us. Let's move on to uh, the main topic that I wanted to discuss with you. And this was brought up because again, I don't know if you saw <laughs> the D. I don't know if you saw the DLs, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But TBH and A9 were going at it about yeah. about people and their their images we will talk about that a little later but uh, about people who do interviews or, or artists that do interviews compared to artists that go ghost and then come back and just drop stuff or just don't do anything you don't know anything about them and then when they come back it's just like all right well i got some new music all right bye and then and then that's it you don't hear <laughs> you don't hear about nothing but how important are interviews? I would say in this in this day and age, especially how important are interviews, whether radio or video interviews, however you do them. How important are interviews? Period for your career. And the reason why I accept besides that conversation is uh, we have one of the people whose album we just reviewed, Black. He doesn't do any interviews at all. Like the first interview that I actually saw, like he was doing, and I'm pretty sure I could maybe find another one. Um, besides like what he did for Double XL for like his Double XL freshman stuff, which really kind of doesn't count. But he was on, um, he was on the uh, the pull up with uh, with Joe Budden, and I was like, oh, oh, like that was interesting. I was like, I I didn't think like he even talked to anybody or whatever, but. Uh, but that was a very interesting interview, and I guess it also depends on who actually interviewed you. But does that really, how important really is that? Because what if Black didn't do that interview at all? What if he just would have stayed completely ghost and didn't do anything? Do you think that that would have really affected 
what his album sales are or like how how much he's exposed to everybody else how much he's exposing himself to everybody else with not doing interviews period how important do you think that these actually that actually talking to other people and letting your fans like get an insight as to what's going on in your life right now or what happened in your past how you came up all of that stuff how important is that for your career what you think flock i think it helps i'm not gonna say it's the uh it's the the end all be all for your career though because you have artists that are successful that hardly do any any uh radio you know what i'm saying any radio interviews and stuff like that or video interviews there are some that that don't do them and that's just and i think in some cases that adds and it builds that adds to their mystique mm-hmm. because they don't do them some artists can get away with that because if your music is that good everyone's gonna want to have that sit down conversation with you but the fact that they can't it um it entices them that much to listen to you and wonder what's in your mind when you when you're doing the stuff that you do whether you're a singer or a rapper that you feel like you don't even need to talk to them and they're gonna want you You know how that goes you don't want them they want you then you do want to go on there you they won't answer the phone for you so they won't call you back so i mean i think that can that can actually play a part i don't think it's as important as it used to be because everything is so internet age now hell you can you could sit and put a camera right in front of your face right now and just do your own interview or have your cousin ask you questions in the background or do a vlad tv you know what i'm <laughs> saying with somebody just talking to yeah. you and all you see is you i mean i don't think it's nearly as important as it used to be i mean beforehand you had like even you go back to the 80s you had stuff like it was a show called i think it was called like the wake up show where people had to go on there or you do you know you do this this interview with this person or you go on angie martinez and and hot 97 and stuff like that i think it was more important then if you were an artist on the come up that is if you were already established people are gonna rock with you regardless but I, I don't think it's nearly as important as it maybe maybe it was 20 years ago because mm-hmm. the internet the internet does most of the, the bulk of the, the heavy lifting for you that's okay. just, that's just how i feel i think the internet does the heavy lifting for you these days it, you don't have to be articulate you don't have to be you know that that humble that humble dude or a humble female you know what i mean you could just you could pretend to be who you are on the internet and people just gonna rock with you okay i don't see i don't i don't see a lot of most deaf you know what i'm saying and, well yasin bay interviews and stuff like that but i always checked for his music because he was just a dope ass artist to me i didn't care what he had to say on the radio but it's some people that you can listen to you can listen to like 50 cent was always one uh jay-z was another uh nas was another like artists like that scarface was another like when you listen to them talk i could listen to them talk all day because they the way they articulate it just by listening to them talk you'd be like okay damn i got it now so that's that's why i say i don't think it's as important now because the internet does all the lifting for you okay i mean i think it's unless you're on a breakfast club i mean <laughs> i mean yeah the breakfast club is a gatekeeper as far as that that and the the the, uh, the shit with ebro i mean yeah, other than that episode. and sway and don't forget sway shout out to sway too. Sway in the morning big boy yeah. i would say probably as well maybe not so much but but i mean i would say i would say it's very important still um radio and video i mean pretty much like all the major radios like what you just named they have video form now and it's all on the internet so i would say it's very important uh but it's definitely more important for the artists that are coming up uh, cause like you said like they're the gatekeepers so 
if you get on one of those interviews, even uh even Adam Twenty Two and and regardless of whether you like them or hate them, uh DJ Academics <laughs> as well. Like yeah. I mean, you put you put them on there if they want to talk to you and you get on there and they're constantly talking about you. That's a lot of exposure. I mean, that's that's already there. Like you can come out with all the music that you want. I'm not saying that you have to be controversial because that's how a lot of people think that they can get on right now, and I can't stand that to this day. I don't like people who uh who want to be controversial just to get on and you know name dropping and talking about going and killing <laughs> yeah. and shit like that's that yeah. stuff is whack it's gonna be forever whack to me yeah it's very very corny i don't like that stuff but i do feel like the people who who are in the know i feel like if they interview that's very very important because let's let's just say one a uh, prime example let's say let's say if uh if a9 gets on breakfast club like don't you think that that's gonna be like bam like i think there's probably gonna be like instant instant exposure right there for him Absolutely. if he gets on there yeah it's those certain certain outlets that yeah you get on there nobody could have heard you nobody could have heard one song that you made but you get on one of those and and that's pretty much a done deal for your career as long as you know how to keep it up again you have to actually put out the content that's that's always the most important thing you have to be able to actually produce the content that people like because people can still listen to the interview and then after that they'll go check and also out the people that's there got to co-sign you too that's so they also, can go up, they can let true. you go up there and talk they can actually go up there and talk but if you got somebody like charlamagne they're going up there saying well, I thought your shit was trash. I thought it was trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then guess what? You're gonna have a lot of sheep that feel the same way, had that pre preconceived notion before they even listen to a single song from you. Right. And they that, won't even be tempted to listen to it. Right. That's why I say you do gotta you gotta produce. You gotta actually give them some good content. But uh but it'll still at least get you some listens. Um now regardless of whether they stay or not, right. that's uh that's again up to the quality of the content and, and what they actually like, what their preference is. But I think that it's still very, very important. Now, obviously, you can promote yourself all you want, but I feel like it's still very important to do that. Now, uh, again, you did bring up a good, uh, a good point there when you were saying that only certain people, um, only certain people can get away with not doing that. Like Drake doesn't do any interviews at all, for real. But it doesn't matter. Like he's already, he was a different case though, because I mean, he was on the grass here first. And then you got all those cosigns, so you didn't need to do interviews at that point. But he's a special case. Uh, people like Black, when he came out, I didn't, I didn't hear about him from an interview. I heard about him uh, the same way that you said that you did through recommended. I was just like, oh, this album is out. I don't know who this is. I've never heard of them before. Before that, and I listened to Free Black, and I was like, oh, I know who they are. I don't necessarily like all their music that they have on here, but I know who they are. And I didn't hear about them like ever. I ain't seen him on any interviews neither. But he was on the double XL thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I know him. All right. He's obviously doing good enough to get on there. And then he went ghost. Like he doesn't really tweet for real. And then he comes back. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm really, I'm coming out with another album. And then that's it. Like he doesn't have to do anything. But that's because he's one of those mysterious ass niggas. So, uh, so again, he can get away with that because that's his image. That's what his image portrays. Like it portrays like somebody who, who only gives you enough of themselves you don't you don't necessarily need to know everything about their lives and if you want to know more about their life they're probably going to give it to you in the music you just kind of got to listen to it to to see what they're about and but that's all that you're going to get you're not going to get anything else but the other people who like actually like you want to know about their lives that they seem like a cool enough person um i mean the interviews will help like those are the things that you can that you can use to get everything out about you know how you came up and and what you're doing now and who you mess with and who you don't but again like all the corny stuff i'm not i'm not messing with that but everything else like i think that that's good for the fans and again like depending on who you actually go to that's that's going to be instant exposure for you so 
I still think that in this day and age, they are very, very important in the internet days. But again, it all depends on how you how you actually market yourself because you can get away with with doing it yourself. But but I still think that they getting on those interviews is is very very important for your career. So that's uh that's what I think, and that's what me and uh Flock think about this one. So let us know what you uh what you all think about this this topic as well. You think the interviews are important or not? Nah? All right. So uh, last question. I don't, I don't, you know what? This really isn't that much of a debate and it kind of still falls on the lines because this was also something that TVH and A9 were, uh, were arguing about a lot in the DMs. But um, how do you feel about an artist's image? Do you feel like that this is one of the most important parts of your career, especially if you're coming up? How do you how do you feel about the image that you portray in the uh in the world do you think that this is very important or do you think that it's not important at all it is how it important does. i mean you got a people that they'll follow you just by how you look if if you look a certain way if you dress a certain way if you talk a certain way they haven't heard a single thing from you they'll they'll start clamoring to, to you just to see what you're going to do next they it's just how it is man it's just today's society like it's image like they've been saying that for years image is everything <laughs> it really is mm. image plays a huge part i always felt like your talent should be the driving force to to your success but we know that ain't the case i mean you <laughs> take a you take like I, I i used to have this debate with people all the time i I, w- I would hear somebody say lil wayne the best rapper alive i'm like bro are you serious i'm like you said that shit with a straight face I'm like, so you mean to tell me you put Lil Wayne, had had Lil Wayne drop a uh, drop a sixteen, and I'll put I wouldn't even say three thousand because three thousand is it, not even a, a a debate on that. But mm-hmm. uh, I would think like say if I, I said him earlier, I don't want to use him again. I said most deaf, but I had to use him as an example because he's one of those artists that don't. And then the first thing they say is, well, who sold the most records? That means zero. We no talking way. about from a lyrical standpoint. That, that's just how that goes. It's it's no different than. It's no different like than being a YouTuber. Just because someone gets a lot more views than the other person don't mean they're better. It just means they have more of a following for what they bring out. So lyrically, do I think Lil Wayne can touch an artist like a most deaf? Absolutely not. But from a from a popularity standpoint and an image standpoint, Lil Wayne is going to have more fans. Lil Wayne's gonna have more people follow him and, and clamor to his style climb to his music and everything that he does he's gonna have more followers on social media he's gonna have this he's gonna sell more records because of what he does he he transitioned himself to do that most def is not going to play that game he said look this is how i am this is what i do you're not hearing me rap about fast cars and all that shit because that ain't what i'm about this is what i'm about you either love it or you hate it that's why he has the underground Wayne has the mainstream and that, that's why I say that it's just it's two completely different different things it's like depends on how you look at it like you can sit here and say okay I don't want a Range Rover I'd rather drive a I'd rather drive a Kia Sportage you know what I'm saying <laughs> right. it's better on gas and it's cheaper and I ain't got to break myself paying a car note every month you can't blame that person for willing being more willing to go that route than the person is like man I gotta go get this new this new Jaguar this stuff is hot I don't care if it, I don't care if I can't pay my damn gas bill next month i don't care i gotta get this some people are like that 
you just you can't fault them for it you can only help to try to help them understand like look i think you missing the big picture but that's what you like that's what you like so your image you know it helps it helps it definitely helps you know what's funny about that little one example that you brought up i wonder mm-hmm. how many people would actually like with the straight face say that he was the best rapper alive if he didn't say it first like i said sheep yeah but that but that but that again plays <laughs> to that plays to the image right like he came yeah. out he was like all right like i'm gonna just start saying i'm the best rapper alive and then other people start saying it too so yeah, yeah. it's no different than when jay-z was saying it too so i'm whole you know, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i'm the god mc right jehovah you know what i mean so when he said it it was people that believed that too at some point it, it was people that believe it. How important do you think it was? LL like, was saying it too. I'm yeah. the goat. He was the one that I coined mean, that shit. Yeah. The greatest of all time. True. People keep forgetting that. LL Cool J was the one that coined that phrase, like greatest of all time. That that phrase was actually regarded to as Muhammad Ali. Right. He right. used it for himself in the rap game. Now everybody's using it for everything now. But yeah. So I mean, people coin phrases all the time. Some people. Some people was liking that shit. Some people was like, yo, he got to be right. He's been in the game this long. He's still on his shit. Other people went at him. Other people went at him. So it, it all depends, man. It's just it's whatever. Mm. How do you uh, do you feel like it was more important back in the day? Like when we were we were rocking the Adidas track suits and the in the gold chain, the gold. <laughs> Let's get get this straight. <laughs> I was never rocking the Adidas track. That shit was a little bit before my that shit was well, I'm talking about like the 80s. Yeah, 80, yeah uh, early that, was, 80s, that was a little before my that was a little before my time, man. I wasn't even dressing myself back then. You know what I'm saying? I think so, it was probably more important back then. Like when, yeah. when hip hop was in its infancy, because like we were yeah. trying to trying to really come out and because a lot of the rappers when they first was coming out like you had like the melly males and the furious five the treacherous three the whatever this that everything was like something three and two and five those guys were all dressing like with these tight kind of like the shit the guys wear now you know what i'm saying they were wearing these tight ass skinny jeans they was wearing these tight leather jackets and so they was just dressing like dudes on the subway or whatever i don't know that's how they was dressing and then along came like run dmc and they was wearing the adidas the adidas uh jogging suits and you know what I'm saying the bucket hats you know so the kango or whatever they were the bucket hats and the adidas you know what I'm saying these dudes was wearing like boots and and tight jeans with the tears in them and shit like they was like look man this ain't this ain't how we dressing this this how we dressing right here right yeah that we that wasn't like the style right. that was the style we at like all. we dressing like the dudes that's on the cardboard boxes break dancing that's what they that was the trend they set and they did set that trend then it was you know it went to it went somewhere else then it went to you know everybody wanted to wear Coogee and versace and shit when biggie came out rapping about it then it then the 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 early 2000 mid 2000 everybody was wearing <laughs> 3x 5xts and oh, shit like yeah. you know what I mean? the big ass pants and shit it's like it, every every era you get what i'm saying every era has its its, its image and people is gonna people are gonna copy that you know what i mean at some point some people stay true to what they know and what they are and i applaud them for that but some people they're just gonna do what's popular at this time to try to get the people to relate to them to say hey look i dress like you dress follow me like me please you know what i mean I'm the dude y'all need to check for. It happens, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have to also say that like your image is very, very important. There are some people who like don't put out like the best music at all, but just because of how they look, how they dress, how they talk, and the stuff that they do, whether it's you know good or not, whether it's corny or not, 
I mean, people follow that stuff. A lot of people like negativity. A lot of people like people who just want to go after everybody, whether it's on the wax or in real life. So, I mean, that stuff, that stuff is very contagious amongst sheep. Uh, people definitely follow everything that somebody does, whether they themselves like it or not or can afford it or not. So, I mean, yeah, like depending on like how these how some of these dudes be acting and be walking around it's very very important and, and that stuff alone regardless of like how your music sounds it'll get you up there it'll definitely get you popular um i don't i don't necessarily or i don't have any examples i would say of uh of anybody who like i just looked at them and i was like yo i think this person's music is good i don't i don't even know like i, I can't name anybody who i've personally thought that but there may be some people who do truly think that they're like yo like this this person looks cool so i'm gonna go listen to their music and, yeah. and maybe it'll be good maybe it's not but imagine this imagine actually listening to someone's music and liking them and actually following them before you ever even seen what they look like that's mm. that's some shit. you know what i'm saying that don't happen a lot now it definitely can't happen now that's like that's, yeah. that's super yeah. rare but see you got to think about it like that um that female um that i brought up last week uh her I listened to her music before I even looked at her mm. and I thought her music was dope before I even looked and seen what she looked like. And I've seen like I watched uh, a music video she did and I seen people like I'm glad she she finally did this and stuff like that because she wanted people to, you know, like her for her music and not for what she looked like. Because that happens. That happens. You'd be surprised like how many people they, they, they turn their nose to people because they don't look a certain way. And not even listening to the music like ain't isn't music at the end of the day which we listen to music we don't look at music so yeah that's, uh -huh. just, that's just food for thought man you do the dishes <laughs> uh yeah i mean you're right you're right on that one so uh it is what it is so again let us know sound off and uh and let us know what uh what you feel or how you feel about someone's image playing a part or how important it is and parts of their career blowing up so that's all i got for this show flock do you have any closing words before we close out the line sounds podcast episode five uh yeah no nah, i don't peace out y'all <laughs> <laughs> oh man so again uh again i just want to uh, thank everyone who uh take the time to listen to our podcast uh we did not have a sponsor this week but we will uh we will look towards getting one for the next podcast and uh i just want to say again man like huge shout out to everyone that supports not only this podcast but everything that we do we've gotten a lot more interactions uh over the past month i would say uh just overall like it's been it's been kind of crazy so i'm just hoping that this momentum can continue going and that we just move on to bigger and better things because I know that you all believe in us and we just got to continue to uh, bring out the content, just bang out the content for you all. So, again, I hope that you all appreciate everything that we do over here at the Game of Illuminati. So with that being said, this is the Enlightened Sounds podcast, episode five, and we'll see y'all next week for episode six. Peace. You. Yeah.